Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. Is that the model number on a new car? Low-key F2020. Is that that new Ferrari? Low-key F2020. Is that what that is? I don't know, but it's it's my song for 2020. God. Just keeps getting worse, too. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many weird things going on. This deal with the governor of Michigan. Did you hear this weird story? No. Oh, these guys were going to kidnap her and kill her or something. What? Yes, you haven't heard this. There's like no. a oh yeah, they arrested a bunch of guys. They had some 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 plan. They were going to storm the Capitol building or I don't bizarre stuff. And she gets on TV and see she says it's all Donald Trump's fault. Oh, <laughs> everything know. is Donald Trump's right. fault. <laughs> everything is like global warming. <laughs> right, yeah. Trump's fault. Right, right. If if you go to the grocery store and they're sold out of whatever, oh, it's Donald Trump's fault. If you <laughs> yeah, your car breaks down on the side of the road. Right, it's Donald, Donald Trump's, Trump's fault. fault. Right, right. No, she, seriously, she went on and, and made all sorts of accusations about you know because it's it's his it's his it's his uh, supporters that are doing this. I'm going like, you know, and the other supporters are not. Yeah, the whole thing's weird, you know. And and today, today, Nancy Pelosi is having the the twenty fifth amendment hearing. You know what the twenty fifth amendment is? I do not. Twenty fifth amendment is the amendment of the Constitution, which essentially put into uh, you know writing uh, the way uh, the, if the president is incapacitated. In other words, it sort of line you know outlines what happens if he's still alive, but for some reason he's not able to perform his duties. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to essentially say, since he's taking all these drugs for the COVID nineteen thing, he's incapacitated, and therefore he should be removed as president. I mean, like. Here's a guy that from the day they inaugurated him, everybody's come after him. We need to, you know, he's behind the Russia thing. He was this, he was that, you know, my God. You know, I mean, I think I I mean, got- if he sat there and was behind everything and everybody and everything was his fault, the man would get no work done. Well, if, if, if a fraction of what people duh. are saying is true. Duh. You know, that's why, you know, the whole crazy thing about it is. Did you just say duh? I said duh. Because of the fact oh, that he's, he's, not, he's not getting that. See, that's the whole point. The whole point is, ah, man, don't get me going on this. The, I mean, the whole well, thing you is like, it. no, I know, but it's bizarre, weird stuff. And then, and then now, here's what's interesting. We'll talk about this later because this has some really interesting implications. Okay. Okay. The Rush Limbaugh show. You know who the guest? How is he? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just listen to what I'm saying. You know who the guest is for all three hours today? No. Donald Trump. And they're calling it Rush Limbaugh's calling this the 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 biggest uh, 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 rally ever, and he's going to be from from like a, here on Camoex in St. Louis from eleven o'clock in the morning till two in the afternoon. He's going to be on all three hours. Now, the reason this is interesting, and we'll talk about this later, is the implication of what they call uh, the equal opportunity uh, aspect of the Federal Communications Commission. But, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. So anyway, we'll talk about that because that opens up all sorts of crazy opportunities for Joe Biden, which is weird because of the fact that Joe Biden could. Well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, weather, some fog this morning, so be careful out there. Uh, not all over the place, but some of the low-lying areas you may run into that. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, the forecast that we're supposed to have is supposed to be a cloudy day today, and that's from Delta, the uh, hurricane. Are there, I, I guess, is it a hurricane yet? Tropical storm that's in the Gulf of Mexico? Jeez, my son's my son's going to get his butt kicked again in Pensacola. Uh, anyway, that's due to... Uh, well, the, you need to call him and see if he's hunkered down. No, I'll have to look at it. I don't think it's... I think this is more to the west of him. You know, that was unusual. Pensacola doesn't normally get hit with those um, because of the fact that uh, the way the currents move in the Gulf of Mexico, it's typically the 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 hurricanes are usually, that's why they're, they're usually further west. They're usually in the Houston, Galveston, um, you know, uh, New Orleans area, not necessarily that far east where Pensacola is. 
but uh, let me just take a look at this to quick the weather here and take a look at the the map uh but anyway uh, uh and, and that came up in the debates the other night if you remember the debates the other what, night the hurricane yeah because of the fact that oh was that donald trump's fault too oh yeah 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 global warming oh, okay yeah yeah this is pretty this is uh, yeah this is the activity um yeah it's pretty much pretty much uh hitting right pretty much where it always does in houston houston area so houston and um, and, and a little bit uh, east of that so anyway things to talk about this morning um also you know big fights going on with uh the uh, NBA and 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 you you know another thing we'll talk about this morning is that the commissioner of the NBA has come out and said, well, we're not going to be as uh, as uh, uh, political next season as we were this season. They won't p- p- paint Black Lives Matters on the court and stuff like that. And you know why he's coming out and saying that? Have you have you heard the rating? Because people are tired of it. Well, they the- don't want their sport. Their sports are are. Um- what's the word um very personal to them and they don't want political things to interrupt their sports well see here's 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 what i think anyway here's what i'd like to see the next presidential debate if there is one that will be on a football field well no 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 they just do they just do one-on-one with trump and and biden on a basketball court you know or they play horse you know horses you ever played horse before in basketball, a horse of a horse, of course. No, 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 no. You, do you know what horse? No, I have not. Okay, it's it's a game you play. It's like you know, it's like you know, kids. Yeah, I get it's a game you play. Well, it's get backyard stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you're playing, you playing horse. You know, so instead of having a debate, we'll just have Trump and and Biden go one on one. You know, because you know, on on the basketball court. Because think about it. You know, people go to a basketball game and a political thing turns out. So let's just reverse it. People go to a political thing and a basketball game, you know, happens. So. Anyway, things to talk about. Uh, plus, we will talk about some interesting things, and to the point where, well, I mean, what's what's really interesting? What's on, really interesting on I fifty five? There's a construction zone down there in I fifty five. You know, like in Jefferson County, and yesterday they're having problems with. Uh, the truck drivers who were, uh, you know, essentially blocking, you know, like when there was a, a lane down and there were truck drivers who were blocking the lane uh, because of the fact that uh, the reason they, they were doing this uh, was that um, these uh, truck drivers were headed down to, uh, you know, there was emergency equipment headed down to New Orleans. So the truck drivers wanted to make sure the emergency equipment got there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never mind. You don't get where I'm going with this. Yeah, I get exactly where you're going with this. <laughs> six twenty. And then I say six twenty-three. Plus, one hundred seven point one. Some sometimes the things that are said off air. Uh, if we could only talk about them on air. <laughs> no, that's the reason why it's off air. <laughs> uh, I, I got you with that one, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> You little darling, you. Oh, one Just of those wait. Things. Wait till I see you today. <laughs> yeah, 6.33. Uh, it is a... Fr- hard to believe it's Friday, you know? I mean, <laughs> hold it now. Let me let me think Let me think about that minute. I'm starting to think, how is it that I can tell today is Friday? And I said, Shelly, how do you do that? And she says... Brad, I don't remember yesterday. And the only reason why I know what today is is because of my pill minder. Oh, the pill minder. That's why we, so that's the, so Friday, you've got your little, little door open on Friday on your little pill minder. So you know it's Friday today, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brad, for, for capturing that moment. Appreciate it. I forgot to get the one from yesterday. What'd you say yesterday? Oh, what a shame. Yeah, I'm behind on I'm my. I'm sure I'll come up with something equally as dumb <laughs> yeah yep 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 um uh yeah i'm yeah. just reading this thing we talked about this last break this this deal that and and here let me bring this up again uh it wasn't it was it was um it was whitmer and it was also let me where is it uh da, 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 da. i had it here a minute ago and it disappeared on my screen um the the they these these called the what were they called the the watchdog this group called the Wolverine Watchmen. Here we go. 13 people have been charged in an alleged domestic terrorism plot to overthrow several state governments and kidnap state officials, including Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. 
Several suspects associated with a militia group called the Wolverine Watchmen were allegedly gathering intel on local law enforcement and and training to attack the Michigan Capitol building. Whitmer thanked FBI agents for foiling the plot and called out President Trump for, quote, giving comfort to those who spread fear and hatred and division. I, I, you know, I'm missing something. I mean, (laughs) what I don't quite understand is, have you ever heard Trump go on TV and go like, yeah, you, 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 you militia people out there. Way to go. Keep, keep up the good work. Yeah. Keep, keep causing problems. Yeah. Have you ever heard? Not even close. I'm going like, I don't understand. Now they keep coming back. They brought it up again. They brought it up again the other night where, you know, Trump made this, what was that? The chart, the Charlottesville deal where he said there were good people on both sides. Okay. And essentially what he was saying was there were good people on both sides of the issue, which you know, typically there are, but there are also bad people on both sides of the issue. You know what I mean? Like if there's, I don't care what the issue is. If there's an issue to essentially say, hey, uh, let's take a city, let's take uh, Wentzville, and we're going to say, okay, we're going to take Wentzville, and we're going to put a statue of Roy Rogers up in Wentzville. Okay? I mean, that's sort of weird because people go, Roy Rogers. Some people, the younger people go, who's he? And it's not his fried chicken. Um and there are going to be some people on the pro, you know, yeah, Roy Rogers is a great guy. There are going to be people, some con, oh, yeah, he was a terrible guy because he sat in a horse and, and you know, and, and he, he tortured his horse and the PETA people. Okay, well, just like in any organization, any group, you're going to have good people and bad people in that group, right? I mean, you, you know, you, you, I mean, if you belong to, like, for example, you, you're in LBB, right? Yeah, love it. Okay, there's great people in that group. And then there's uh, people like, uh, shall we name names, the people are, are not so great people in that group? No. <laughs> because there's really, I mean, these are I'm all kidding, women trying to be, no, you know, better than they are. I'm kidding. But let me tell you something. Okay. So it, whether it's a pandemic, right. whether it's it's terrorism, yeah. whether it's um, political, yeah. <laughs> we're going to see the best of humanity and the worst of humanity no matter what what is going on well but that's my point in that if you, i know if you get a group of people together i don't care what i mean like for example if you go to church and you know and 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 there are people in that church who are like like i mean well look look let's example of like chamber of commerce okay you and i are in you know the o'fallon chamber of commerce okay there are some great wonderful people in there that would give you the you know the shirt off their back you know i mean whatever you wanted whatever you needed if you were in need they would help you you know right yes. and then there's some people in there uh, thankfully a minority who are just nasty folks and we've experienced one of those and i won't oh, yes. mention i won't mention his name no i, I did, you will not <laughs> i did yesterday but i won't today but the point being is that it's just one of those things you know i mean like like you hear people talk about family okay if like there's a large family they'll always talk about oh yeah well so and well there's we don't really claim him anymore or you know what i'm saying or we don't claim her anymore because well you know what happened to her oh no tell us well you're not gonna believe what happened to her or, or you know you're not gonna believe what she tried to do and that kind of stuff that's just that's statistics you know what i mean it's just it's just like like what what always gets me is you hear you hear some of these teams you know like baseball teams and and football teams probably baseball more because these guys are together every single day once the season starts you know as opposed to like football i mean they still have practices and things like that but you know you know when you're in, in like in 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 baseball they're playing almost every single day these guys you know they live together you know they travel together they play ball together they're 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 more you know spend more time with their teammates than they do with with you know their wives and you know girlfriends and wives and girlfriends and you know what i'm saying but uh yeah i know what you're saying well the idea being is you hear sometimes that there are players that you know, are toxic in, in, you know, in the clubhouse and, you know, they're causing problems the whole bit. That's just life, you know? I mean, some people are just made that way. Some people just like to stir the pot. Like, you know, like Shelly, she's, I mean, she's always... I am the pot stirrer. She's always doing weird stuff like, I go, Shelly, what do you think about this? And she'll say things like... She was the kind of woman that made you want to drop to your knees. And thank God you were a man. Oh, no, that wasn't the right one. I'm sorry. I would hope not. (laughs) 
Or, or like, for example, a guy like this who's always stirring the pot. If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, he's stirring the pot, you know? I mean, you know, once again, I mean, he, you know, he who he's talking about there. He's talking about the guy uh, who runs the St. Louis Zoo. There's a lot of controversy about that because Biden made comments about the guy at the St. Louis Zoo should be kicked out because he doesn't know the difference between an elephant and a lion. I don't think that's the truth. Oh, it was yeah. That's what he did. It was. It was a. It was. A, there was a press conference, and and they said. And they said, Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden. There's controversy in St. Louis about the the uh, the, the the director of the St. Louis Zoo. Uh, what's your opinion on that? If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. So they want him. You know, Biden wants him kicked out. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, you don't know about that. No. Seriously. You don't know Seriously. about the lion and the elephant controversy at the St. Louis Zoo? No. Well, that was one of the new things. The new uh, the zoo director decided they needed they needed uh, you know to uh, not necessarily uh, segregate all the animals. So they were talking about like you know mixing them up. They were going to put like the monkeys in the bird cages and things like that. And they were going to put. Stop it. Okay, now I know you're full of BS. Okay, ignore six forty one. You don't believe me when I say things like that? No. <laughs> Why is well, that? Well, I do for like a second, and then I feel so stupid. <laughs> All I can think of is the time of day. 641. Westplex 107.1. It is BS the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 652. A Friday morning. Hard to believe it's Friday again. TGIF. Um, boy, lots of stuff uh, in the news this morning. We talked about this. I'm reading more about these uh these wackos that were going to try apparently to attack the Michigan State Capitol building and uh, kidnap the governor, Governor Whitmer. I mean, is this bizarre or what? There's people out there that are just need to need to check themselves. Well, I guess the interesting thing for me is that um, I've been at event. I don't want to make it sound like, well, you know, I've been at these events, but I remember years ago. I was in an event uh, down at, I was actually, I was doing some work for uh, the, uh, I think it was the, spe- was it the Special Olympics? This is before, I mean, this is a long time ago. And they had an event that was down at the Hearn Center. And uh, we were doing some, I can't remember what it was. We were, I, I don't know, I don't know how I got involved in it. But we were down on the floor of the convention center, the Hearn Center in Columbia, Um where they used to play basketball now they don't anymore and uh, the governor was there and i i met up and matter of fact i was introduced to his security staff and it was like you know three or four state troopers who were assigned to him and you know they look sort of like uh you know secret service kind of guys they have the coat and tie you know they're not wearing a uniform they're you know and yet you know i was kidding with the one guy and you know these guys were shall we say well armed and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I would imagine that the governors, almost all states, have like a security detail. I mean, how are these guys? How are these guys going to pull this off? I don't know. Sort of weird. You read about stuff like this, and you think, okay, in your wildest dreams, if you woke up in the middle of the night one night, and let's say you had a dream where you dreamed that like you were going to, you know, you and a bunch of your 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 gal pals were going to go down to Jefferson City and you were going to bust into the governor's mansion. You're going to, you know, take Governor Parson hostage. Would that be like the craziest dream in the world? Well, clearly it wouldn't be a dream because people are going to do it. Well, no, no. I'm saying if you woke up, you'd, you'd go like. God, that was weird. Who'd ever think of that, right? I mean, you know, oh yeah, yeah, right, right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, now. I mean, it would yes. be like it would be like, who would ever do that? That's crazy talk, you know. I would, <laughs> you know, I'd wake up and go, where did that come from? Yes, <laughs> I mean, it's just to the point where you go, like, I don't get it, I don't get it, you know. And and the sad part of this is, there are nutcases out there like this all the time. Okay, anyway, okay, one other thing, there's been this Twitter war that's gone on this week between. Mark Cuban, the guy I had an appointment with and I canceled, and who guys owns the Dallas Mavericks and on he was on uh, Shark Tank and Ted Cruz. And the reason for this is uh, there is a Twitter, you know, everybody's got a hashtag. There's a Twitter hashtag that a lot of the people have been using, and I think it's called uh, Go Bro, you know, Be Woke, Go Broke. You know what I'm talking about? Be Woke, Go Broke. No. The idea being is that, like, the NBA Finals have had the worst television ratings ever. I mean, they're just, like, they're tanking. 
and what's interesting is across the board they talk about the the PGA you know the you know and and that's because they're all promoting Black Lives Matter well, well, and no. it's getting in the middle of people's well, sports. But the PGA is not. The PGA is not. They just don't have anybody in, in but you know, but the interesting thing is what what the sports people are saying is we we can't understand what's going on because of the fact that, you know, Netflix is crazy. You remember like when the pandemic first started and everybody was watching the Tiger King thing? You know what I mean? Like yeah. oh my god. Yeah, I remember that. Tiger King, you know, the whole bit. You know, and, and Did you watch it? No. I don't I, I didn't don't, either. I don't have I don't I don't even what was it on? Amazon? Whatever it is I don't have. I've got I've got YouTube and and TikTok. That's what I have. That's what I have on my phone. Uh, and I have no TV set. But that's that's a whole other story. Okay. So so what's interesting is I heard this last night um, on uh, there's a show I listen to on NPR called Market Watch. It's on at six o'clock, and they talked about how all the ratings are just in the toilet for baseball, football, basketball, golf, and the experts are a little bit surprised at this because there's still a lot of people who are sheltering at home and not going out and things like that, and they're thinking, there okay, are. why aren't people doing this? Now, here's the interesting thing. It also talked about that the younger generation, whatever they are, the Z's or the Y's or I don't know, you know, I lose track of all the crazy stuff. Uh, but essentially, the they're missing chromosome. The twenty-five minuses, okay. So if you're under twenty-five now, whatever that generation is, that what's sunk in with them is they don't want to invest two or three hours to watch the whole thing. They just want to watch the highlights. So in other words, when the game's over, they just want to go to some website and look at, here's the plays of the game, you know, and like watch like a five-minute capsule of, you know, this slam dunk in the NBA or this home run in the in Major League or this touchdown pass in the NFL. I'm thinking, God, you know, maybe I'm still young at heart because that's me. I mean, I don't want to sit and watch the whole stupid game. Just show me the good parts. You know, show me when, you know, when the pitcher, you know, hits the batter on the head, you know, and there's a brawl that breaks out. Or, you know, show me the, you know, the the, the, the crazy weird trick play in the NFL where the, you know, the place kicker, uh, you know, grabs the ball and then throws it to somebody else and then they lateral backwards and then they lateral backwards three more times and they score a touchdown. That's what I want to see. I don't want to watch that's the whole stupid game. That's when they were drawback to and punting. <laughs> no, the idea being is is that people are like attention deset, you know, deficit disorder, which is like me. It's like, okay, I don't want to spend a whole time doing that. I'm just, you know, show me the show me the highlights. But but and and what's interesting was they talked about that the networks keep bidding up the prices for these contracts like in the billions of dollars to, you know, play the NFL games. I'm going like, okay, there's got to be a point when, you know, like for example, the Fox Sports Midwest paying playing the Cardinals like a billion dollars and yet the the viewership has been way 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 off. You know what I think the problem is? I know what the problem is. Oh, no, you don't know what the problem is because I can tell you what the problem is. What is it? Not enough Biden fly swatters. That's what it is. We need more Biden's fly swatters. What's a Biden fly swatter? <laughs> Never mind. 6.59. Is that part of their... Westplex their... 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. It is 7.08 Friday morning. You know, I, I find some, some stories that are somewhat obscure sort of fascinating. Here's a, a story out of Chicago. Um, Chicago Sun-Times newspaper. Years ago, I don't know why they, they would do this, but they sold their their archive of all the pictures that the news photographers had taken for like 75 years, okay? And they sold them to this guy who was a sports memorabilia collector. They sold them to him in 2009. And then uh, the newspaper, and, and the, the, the thing was, the reason they sold it to him was they gave him a good price and... Uh, he essentially, they retained the copyrights to the pictures. So essentially, they still own the own the pictures, but he actually, you know, owned the the negatives because back then it was all film. And his deal was he was going to digitize every image, five million negatives. Okay, well there was a problem with this guy, John Rogers. He ended up in federal prison because of the fact that he had uh, sold a lot of sports memorabilia, which was not authentic. He was saying like, "Hey, here's this is Mickey Mantle's, you know, shoes that he wore in the so and so game, and it weren't. They were just a pair of shoes they found." Okay, so this guy ends up in jail, and nobody knows where this this archive went. Disappears. Five million negatives. Okay, and they get a lead that it's in a storage closet or storage, you know, like you know, storage wars. It's in a storage uh, room in Dixon, Illinois. 
So they go to Dixon, Illinois, and sure it is, five million negatives. And they buy the, the, the storage locker, and they're printing these negatives. And what's interesting is that it's all sorts of history of Chicago that had been lost. Like they talk about that they that there's some of the only the only pictures that that they can find of Elvis Presley in a 1972 concert at one of the stadiums. And uh, matter of fact, uh, 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 he was in one of the uh, um, um, you know the, the 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 stadiums up there doing a concert. Also lost photos, uh, several recent images, uh, an image of Chicago Club, uh, Cubs winning the 2016 World Series for the first time since 1908. How in the world do you lose this stuff? You know, when you think about that, you think about like what the Post-Dispatch has or like in the radio business. Think about like a station like Camo X that's had, you know, all sorts of newsmakers and things like that through the years. Where is all that tape? Where, you know, who, who, who has that? You know what I'm saying? I do. I actually want to know where all the um, sound checks are from all the people that have worked for you at one point in time or another and have gone to uh, really you know, really make something of themselves? Well, I, I will tell you a story that happened to me personally that uh, um, <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story, but uh, a lot of my original air checks and recordings of me, you know, from way back when uh, were destroyed in the basement of my old house. Had a flood. And it, <laughs> it's a weird story why there was a flood. It was a flood because after we moved out, we, we rented the house out. We moved and we rented the house for a while. <laughs> and one of the guys who lived there, one day I get a call, hey, the basement's flooded. Hey, what do you mean the basement's flooded? There's like two feet of water in the basement. How's there two feet of water in the basement? So I go over there, and sure enough, there's two feet of water in the basement. And I'm going like, well, what happened to sump pump? It was unplugged. And when I said to one of the guys who lived there, I go. It kept on making noises, right? Exactly. He says, I couldn't sleep. This thing kept making noise, and I went downstairs, and I unplugged it. Okay, that was the sump pump, and that's why the basement. Well, anyway, I had all my tapes down there. They're all destroyed, gone. Don't know. You know, they threw them away. History. But I did get one from oh, every, uh, one I, of your – do you remember that? Yeah, every once in a while something surfaces of me way back when. It does. Yeah. It really does. Okay. I think that you should – Bring that up again and play it on the air. No, I don't even have it. I think you should. Do you, do you so have people it? People can tell. I think I destroyed it. No, you didn't destroy it because I still have it. Okay. Okay. Um, changing topics here. Ah. Uh, because I really oh, don't want to talk. Oh, now you want to change topics. I don't want to talk mm. about that. You know, that's history. Okay. I get emails from Southwest Airlines. And they're always talking about, hey, it's only $49 from here to there. So, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I, I like Southwest, but not as much as I used to. I mean, back in the old days, the good old days of Southwest, when I was flying like once a week, and if you booked your, I mean, this is going back like into the 90s when they first went on the web, that's when I was flying a lot, and you could go onto their website, and you could, uh, if you booked a flight, you know, normally they, you got a free ticket to anywhere after eight round trips, 16 legs, eight round trips. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. 16 or no, maybe, maybe it was, no, maybe it was 16 round trips, 32. I don't know, whatever it was. They doubled it when you booked it online. So in other words, if it only took you like eight round, no, I think that's what it was. I think it took 16 round trips to get a ticket and eight round trips. And I was doing that like on a monthly basis. I was getting like a, a free ticket every month. Okay. So now they've got this new goofy rapid rewards program or something like that that you have to fly, you know, for like 32 years before you can fly from here to, to Kansas City. So speaking of Kansas City, I get this thing in the mail yesterday. Hey, Southwest has got a great big sale going on, $49. And, you know, and, they, and it said like, you know, you can fly to Kansas City for as little as $49. And then you click on the link and it gives you all the available flights. Okay, so <laughs> let me let me run this by you and tell you and see what you think okay they've got some you know they don't have the, the right on the top of the list they don't have the 49 dollar flights but they have the 53 dollar flights okay from st louis to kansas city okay the only problem is this flight departs at 6 40 a.m which means it just departed a couple minutes ago and arrives in kansas city at 1 40 in the afternoon okay Took them through Dallas, didn't they? <laughs> no, Houston. So here's the well, thing. Like same difference. Yeah, like like, you know, 
departs 640, arrives 140, and then gives you the time. Seven hours, one stop in Houston, okay? The next one, $53, four hours and 25 minutes. You go to Chicago. Think about that for a minute. We're in Missouri, you know, and... You know, and and Kansas is to the west of us, but yet you go to Chicago, which is farther away from from St. Louis than Kansas City, and then you go to Kansas City. Next one, fifty three dollars. You know, it departs at eight oh five, arrives twelve fifty five, four hours and fifty minutes. One stop in Dallas. Uh, then there's another one that departs at eight oh five for fifty three dollars, seven hours and ten minutes. That one goes through through. Uh, through Dallas, and it keeps going on and on and on like this. Fifty-three dollars departs. Don't 19. they have any non-stops? Well, no. Get get this one. Okay, wait, wait for this the one. The non-stop is forty-nine. Oh no 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 no. But but no. get this one. Okay. What? St. Louis to Chicago, or no? St. Louis to Kansas City, five hours and thirty-five minutes. One stop in Denver. So you fly over. Kansas City <laughs> on your way to Denver, okay? I'm, I'm going like, this is like a comedy routine. So you fly from St. Louis to Denver, and then you fly back. So from St. Louis to Kansas City is what, 240 miles or something like that? From 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 Kansas City to Denver is what, 500 miles, something like that? So you're traveling 500 miles past Kansas City, then you turn around, okay? If uh, you drove, you would have gotten there faster, well, you can you can hit you can go like if you're in St. Charles County, you could take the the Amtrak, right? Um, yeah, but I don't. I think the Amtrak's probably right around right around four and a half hours or something like that. Yeah, you could you 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 go quicker by train, okay? And it keeps going. Like here's one. Now here here's the forty nine dollar one, okay? The forty nine dollar one is three hours and fifty minutes, one stop, but it doesn't say where that is. But then when you get into, then it gets to the point where it's like, now, why in the world all of a sudden it jumps up to $144? That one leaves at 11.15 in the morning and goes, and you get there at 5.45 in the evening, six hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> but there's one flight. There's one flight of all these things. It goes on and on and on with all these trips to Kansas City. And there's one flight, leaves at 11.20. Uh, and and and, uh, uh, yeah, and you end up in Kansas City at 12.25, 11.20 in the morning, 12.25 in the afternoon, hour and five minutes nonstop, $190. Now, think about that for a minute. You're going from St. Louis to Denver, and then from Denver to Kansas City, that one's 49 bucks. But yet, if you're going from St. Louis to Kansas City, it's almost $200. Now, I'm going like, let me try to do a little figure this out. That would be like if you know if you called me up and said, "Hey, Brad, I have a piece of furniture. You got a pickup truck. I got a piece of furniture that you know you're always buying stuff on 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 uh, 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 Facebook marketplace. marketplace. I got a piece of furniture that won't fit in my car. Would you pick it up at its location?" And I said, "Okay, where is it?" I go, "Well, it's in. I'm in. I'm in St. Charles, but it's actually in Cottleville." And I say, okay, Shelly, um, let me think. I can do that for you, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to charge you by the mile, so I'm going to have to go pick it up in Cottleville. Then I'm going to have to drive to Jefferson City, um, and then I'm going to have to drive to Springfield, and then I'm going to drive to Cape Girardeau, and then I'm going to drive to your house, and I'm going to charge you by the mile. And you go like, well, why don't you just go pick it up in Cottleville and drive to my house in St. Charles? And that would be like five miles. And I go like, well, oh, that makes too much sense. I got to drive it all over the state. But yet the crazy thing is, why is it that you're flying all over the country and it's cheap and you go flying, you know, 240 miles to the west and it's expensive? Does that make any sense? It is a conundrum indeed. Well, there was a thing, and matter of fact, one of the listeners to this radio station right now who's probably listening is a, I think it's, you know, I think it's like a felony or something like that now, okay? What's a felony? Well, what she used to do. People would do this. Like, for example, here's the thing. Like, let's go back to this, okay? And, and like my example here, okay? So you go, let's do the one where uh, St. Louis... Uh, from St. Louis to to Kansas City, and one stop in Houston. Okay, so and here's the goofy thing: if you booked a flight from St. Louis to Houston, 
it would probably be like 250 bucks. But if you got on the plane in St. Louis and and went in, you know left St. Louis and went into Houston, you just get off the plane in Houston. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. There was and there was a person that's listening to the station right now who used to do this all the time and got caught doing it. And you know what they do? What? They charge you back. Charge you back what? The difference. So in other words, like like in this oh, example. Oh, because they, they've captured your card? Yeah, because in this example, if you're going from St. Louis to Kansas City on flight, I don't know, it doesn't list, list, the, list the flight number, but it's seven hours, okay, one stop in Houston. Okay, so if you were just going to book from St. Louis to Houston, it would be like 250 bucks. So if they catch you doing this, then they charge you back the difference. So in other words, if you're paying 53 bucks to go from St. Louis to Kansas City, but instead of ending up in Kansas City, you just get off the plane in Houston, and you're going like, well, heck, you know, normally St. Louis to Houston is $250, and I just did it for $53 because I got off my flight from going from St. Louis to Kansas City, which stopped in Houston. Then when they, they reboard, they know you're not on the plane, and then they charge you back. And they go like, well, you, you scammed the system. Because of the fact that we, you know, from St. Louis to Houston should have been two hundred fifty bucks, but you got it for fifty three dollars. See, I it's, it's things like but this. But there's nothing in the rules and regulations saying you can't scam the system. I think there is. I think that's like if you read the fine print on the tickets, you know, like it's like like the terms of service. I mean, what's really funny about this is we should put this on our website. We should put a TOS on our website, you know, the Westplex one or the BS in the morning website. And, you know, we put that on there because I don't I don't, know if mm-hmm. I, have, I don't have, have terms of service, but the terms of service would be like, you know, please read terms of service. You know, like, you know, like you hear these people all the time. You call, you know, thank you for calling XYZ company. Please listen carefully because our menu options have changed. How many zillion times do you hear that in a day? Okay, so we should put that on our thing. Please read our term, terms of service because our terms of service have recently changed. So the new terms of service is if you access BS in the morning dot show website that you have to buy Shelly a new Ferrari and Brad a new Corvette. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, if you listen to BS in the Morning on uh, on our podcast, that every time you listen to the podcast, that's $10 million payable by your heirs. You are your heirs, and that, that debt will remain in place for the next 20 years. Terms of service number three. Uh, I like that one. You will address Shelly as your highness when you see her uh, in public, and you will address Brad as you big bum uh, when you see him in public. And any uh, uh, other uh, you know, salutations to either parties will result in you being covered with chocolate syrup. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the thing about it is nobody ever reads that stuff. You know, they don't. I don't. I mean, well, nobody and does. And I think I'm more of a. But see, see, what's th- that called the the rule? But see, this is the crazy thing with the people who are complaining about Facebook. Well, you know, Facebook said I can't do this. Or, you know, Facebook took down my post. Well, yeah, because you didn't read the terms of service. It said they can pretty much do anything they want. They can take your pictures. They can do anything you want. They can, you know, take pictures of your cat, and they can, you know, make them into, you know, you know, world famous pictures, and you don't get any money, and they get all the money, you know, because nobody reads the terms of service. God, I had a friend of mine who was an Do you? No, I. but nobody does. But I had a friend of mine that was an attorney, and he used to tell the story about when he first started practicing law, that like he was so afraid of signing any agreement, he'd read it all the time. So he said that he'd get in trouble because he'd be like he'd travel somewhere, and, and he would like rent a car, and he would stand there at the, at the counter for 20 minutes reading the contract, because nobody does. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's the, you know, like, if you, you know, like in, in the old days, there was like the flip side, you know, was all the fine print. You know what I mean? Like yeah, on the front side was the, uh, was, you know, like all the, you know, hey, your car, you know, it's, you know, and here's your credit card number and you'd sign the stuff and the whole bit. And on the backside on little print was all the terms of service. And he would read it and he would, he would ask the, the counter people, well, what does this mean? When you, when, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they go, we don't know. We're not the attorneys. And sometimes he said one time he didn't even rent the car because he said the, the agreement was so, was so, um, you know, uh, onerous. In other words, against him, if he'd like ding defender that, you know, he had to, you know, give him three of his kids and, you know, and, and, and his house, uh, you know, in Springfield, you know what I mean? To the point where it's to the point where it's like, who would agree to this? But yet people throw that in and nobody ever, you know, looks at it. I don't know what to say about that <laughs> because it's true. And I'm not used to you saying things that are above board. 
Okay. Uh, here's the thing. And then, okay, a carriage loaded with rules. So I think that means that that there's all these things when you agree to like the the tickets, you agree to all these things. And essentially, what if you do that? If you're if you're going to Houston, and that's where you're really going, but you figure out that you can you know book the plane from St. Louis to Kansas City, but yet it goes to Houston. You get off in Houston. That essentially, when you read the terms of service, it tells you that that is the rules. That if you do that, they can charge you back. So I just, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And I get it. I, you know, the, you know, it's, 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 and it's to the point where people complain about this all the time that you'll be on a plane and, you know, you paid, you know, you're going from St. Louis to like Denver and you're in a plane and you paid 149 bucks and the guy sitting next to you uh, paid $89 and the guy behind you paid 250 and the guy three rows up, you know, got it for $65. It's like, okay, that's like going to McDonald's, you know, like you go in and go like, how much is a hamburger? Well, I don't know. It depends. What do you mean it depends? Well, it depends on when you buy it. If you buy it within the next five seconds, it's a dollar fifty. But if you wait for two minutes, it's two dollars and twenty-five cents. But if you come back tonight at eight o'clock, it's forty-two cents. Okay, explain that to me. You know? Did they? No. <laughs> but I mean, you didn't ask. Did no, you? it just it just you know it, that was a rhetorical question. Yes, it? but it's one of those goofy things where you read you know see these things and you go like, okay, and like for me, I'm going like, okay. Why in the world would I spend would I spend uh, you know seven hours on a plane to go to Kansas City when I can jump in my car, you know even at 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 the speed limit from like you know the airport to uh, downtown Kansas City is like what three hours and thirty five minutes something like that you know it's not Nothing that bad like that, yeah I used to go to you know when I went to my son's place when they lived in Lenexa which is on the Kansas side you know so in other words it's 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 oh, it's you know in another state, it's on the western part of the Kansas City metro, which is in Kansas, you know, the state of Kansas. It would only take me like three hours and forty-five minutes, you know. And that was me doing the speed limit. Unlike Shelley, who'd probably be doing a hundred, you know. I'd just set the cruise control at seventy-five, and away I'd go, you know. No big My deal. My car has one hundred and seventy-two thousand miles on it. I do not drive a hundred. Well, that's not what, you know, when I was behind you the other day when we went through that construction zone and I saw you and the, the you know, they had this, you know, the, the display. You were the, not behind me. Stop it. I was. I had the display, the display, you know, that one on, uh, on uh, you know, where the, you go in this construction zone, they have the sign, you know, the radar sign that tells you how fast you're going. Uh-huh. And, and they don't have that on 364. And and the thing was flashing 100 plus when Shelley went through. Just 100 plus. It was blunk, not. Blunk, 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 blunk. Because it doesn't... if it was, I'm sure that is... <laughs> As um, electronified as we are in this world, I'm sure it has like this little beeper that goes and sends to the police station, 100, 100, 100. It did. And then takes a picture of your car, and then they pull you over down the road. It did. No, it didn't. It's on the city, the city of St. Charles website. You're on there. It's like, you know, you know, like the, 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 you know, the wall of shame. And they have the picture of your car. Oh, was, was, was that the one when I was crying and tears were down my face and my eyes were all puffy? And I'm like, I wasn't going 100, maybe you, 80, but not 100. You were. You're going 100. 7.1071.1. Good morning to you. 7.35. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. And this is Westplex 1071. You can check out our website, westplex1071.com. Our website for the morning show is bsthemorning.show. Okay. Two things to talk about here. And you're going to love it. Both of them are politics, but we'll get over it in a hurry. Okay. There's an editorial in this morning's Post-Dispatch. And you want me to tell you what the, the headline is? I do. Trump's refusal to debate remotely is another jab at pandemic precautions. I don't know if I understand that well, statement. Well, what they're saying is that, you know, if you know the whole story, the second debate yesterday, we, there was breaking yeah, news yesterday, yeah. we were on the air, that the debate commission decided that the next debate was going to be remote. It was going to be virtual, where, you know, uh, you know, Joe was going to be in his basement and Donald Trump was going to be at his golf course or something like that. And that they were going to have, you know, it was going to be a virtual town hall because of the fact that they didn't want to get close together because Donald Trump had the Charlie one nine okay so now they're saying according to this editorial that because of the fact that trump says nope not going to debate virtually we debate in person or we don't debate 
now they're saying that well he's just making fun of the fact that that uh, you know uh, pandemic precautions that uh, why won't he uh, debate virtually because of the fact that's the way it should be he shouldn't have to be you know joe biden shouldn't have to be close to him it's like come on if they sit there and they separate those two men well, 10 feet apart <laughs> with a piece of plexiglass in between them well, he'd be fine. Well, but the vice presidential debate, they had two pieces of plexiglass. If you saw the way that was set up, there was a piece of plexiglass on one side of Camilla's or Kamala, uh, her one side of her, her desk she was at. And then there was another piece of plexiglass on the other side of 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 uh, a race Bannon's, uh, you know, uh, desk. And, you know, so in other words, there was two pieces of, pl- of plexiglass between the two. Uh, you know, there comes a point when you have to say. Okay, is this a little bit ridiculous? And by the way, I read this interesting article because I didn't, I didn't watch the debates the other night. I listened to them, and nobody's come out and and said answered what? any questions. Well, no, 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 no. The crazy noises that were going on. Did you hear this? It sounded like there was a dog in there for a while. You know what I'm talking about? I no, I don't because I actually was so tired from working all day that I had to go to sleep because um, I was tired and I missed the debate. You didn't miss much. Anyway, at one point in time... That's what I was told. It sounded like there was a dog that was like barking, you know, and, you know, I'm going like, oh, and I thought the same thing. I go, why is there a dog inside? And they claim that the sound was someone who was sneezing, who was trying to stifle their sneeze and was repeatedly sneezing. I'm going like, well, that's nice. <laughs> Your yard's socially distanced, and you have somebody who's sneezing their head off. Okay, okay. Did they have a mask on. I don't. Well, they 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 at this debate, they they all had to wear masks because that was the gal said at the beginning, and you know she gave the ground rules, and and you know all the people were supposed to stay quiet, and everyone in the audience, uh, they were socially distanced, but they mandatorily they had to have their mask on. If they didn't have, if they didn't keep their mask on, they would be. Uh, you know, matter of fact, she said, she put it so nicely. She said, and we require that everyone have their mask on. And if you don't have your mask on, we will have Dick the Bruiser's son come over and Dick grab you, grab you by your, your earlobes and drag you out of the arena. And then he's going to do a body slam on you in the, in the, uh, in the entranceway to the arena. And then we're going to tie you up and shoot you with a fire hose. That's what she said. I'm sure that's just what she said. You're right. I didn't miss much. (laughs) Okay. So today, between 11 and 2, Rush Limbaugh's guest will be Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to do the entire show with Rush Limbaugh. Okay. Now, once again, I know that if you mentioned, I learned my lesson years ago and I told the story. I went to talk to that women's group and they asked me what radio station I'd listened to on the way there. And I, you know, and I said, well, I listened to this station, this station, this station, this station. And just when I was pulling a parking lot, I listened to the last couple minutes of Rush Limbaugh. And a lady after the event, you know, beckons me over to her table and she goes, can I give you a little advice? And I go, what's that? She says, when you mentioned Rush Limbaugh, that you listen to him or listen to him this morning, the lady who was sitting next to me tapped me on the shoulder and she says, oh, I'm done with this guy. Not listening to another word he said because he listens to Rush Limbaugh. Okay, I'm going, whoa, excuse me. You know, now, the interesting thing about that was that let's say that that happened, and let's say instead of me saying I listened to Barack Obama, you know, and and would someone have said, can I give you some advice? Don't ever mention that you listen to Barack Obama. People go like, whoa, they're a racist. But yet you There's can, a lot of people that are polarized by President Trump. No, no, for sure. But what I'm saying is, you can you can make comments about Rush Limbaugh and people like that. But if you said something about Kamala Harris, you'd go like, "Oh, well, you're you're a racist. You don't like you don't like women of color." Okay, whatever. You know, I mean, like in other words, in other words, you can say things about certain people, but you can say those exact things about other people, but you get criticized. So anyway, Rush Limbaugh is going to have uh, Donald Trump on his show from 11 till two. There's this thing in the FCC rules and regulations called equal opportunity. And way back when, when our AM station, crap, before it was crap, it was KWMO, we had our morning guy was Brian Nieves. 
And at the time, he was a state representative, and he was on the air from 7 to 9 in the morning. And uh, the deal was that uh, he was running for state senate. He was termed out in, as a rep. So he'd, he was in to his fourth term because the rep terms are two years. So he couldn't become a rep anymore because he was termed out. So he ran for senate. And he ran against Dick Strotman, who was the former mayor of the city of Washington. And Dick Strotman's wife, um, Karen Strotman, worked at a competing radio station, KLPW. And so she sent me a very nasty letter one day, essentially saying that since Brian Nieves, who is a candidate for state senate, and her husband, Dick Strotman, who is also a candidate for the state senate, that she automatically got two hours a day or no she got equal time because her husband should get equal time on my radio station and and what she was trying to do was she was which was true oh no 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 here's what she wanted though she wanted me to kick brian off oh no that's not fair right and what i did was i said and this is what was sort of interesting i essentially said okay brian's on from seven to nine dick can come on from nine to eleven every day and I think she was like shocked that I did that because I mean, we were running Dennis Miller from nine to eleven at the time or nine to noon. I can't remember what the schedule was. Dennis Miller, Dennis Miller. Oh yeah, yeah. He did a talk show on our AM station. It was great. He was very good at it. Um, anyway, so and I said to her, I said, you can you can come on. You know, he can come on between between nine and eleven. And she was like, What do you mean? I go, Well, you know, Brian does the show from seven to nine, and. Dick will do the show from 9 to 11. So Brian's got two hours. Dick's got two hours. Equal opportunity. And, and But what's interesting, she goes, well, no, that's not equal time. It's not on the exact same time. I go like, okay, how can I have, you know, uh, Brian Nieves, you know, if he's already on from 7 to 9, how can I have on Dick Strotman at the exact same time? And she says, and, and there was whole thing was she was just trying to get me to take him off. In other words, and she said, well, I'm going to file a complaint with the FCC. I go, fine, go ahead. So finally I said to her, I said, you know what? I have the solution. We'll have Brian Nieves and your husband come on and do the show together between seven and nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And she just got really mad because it's like, it's like, okay, equal time both go on there you know so the interesting part of this is that equal opportunity it means that what's going to happen is that rush limbaugh and the stations that carry his show all over the country like camo x are going to be in a position where where um uh, joe biden can claim equal opportunity so this is the interesting part of it think about this for a minute if rush is on with the trump the trumpster from 11 till 2 today and Joe Biden claims equal opportunity. Wouldn't that be amazing if Rush Limbaugh had Joe Biden on for three hours? Can you imagine that show? I don't know if Biden <laughs> could could stay the course, man. Well, but but see that's what's that's what's interesting about it here. I mean, like to the point where where he's, he's good in short spurts, but a marathon he's not. Well, no, no. But the point being is is that if they claim equal opportunity. And rushes, you know, Rush says, fine, you know, uh, this, you know, this Friday we have Donald Trump on from 11 to 2. And next Friday we'll have on Joe Biden from 11 to 2. You know, why don't we have Donald Trump on our morning show? You know, I've called, but I haven't heard back. I don't know why. I'm, I'm being serious. Do he, you think that we could reach out and have him on our morning call, well, morning show? There are stations that have done that. There's a couple guys. I know you read about it in our trade publication that people have actually sent a request to, you know, to the White House. And all of a sudden, one morning, they get a call. Hey, it's Donald Trump. He wants to go on the air with you. So who knows? You know, see, but here's the thing. So it would be worth me checking out. You would have a better chance of doing it than me. Why? Because, you know. No, I don't know. That's why I asked why. Women have an advantage. Oh, we do. If, if, if my car's broke down on the highway, you know, my flat tire, and I can't get, you know, and I can't get my, my tire changed, if I would, you know, 
take my. That's because you do it in, in the middle of the lane. No, no. If I would take, if I'd stand out on the on the curb there, and I would, you know, or, or you know, in the, or, you know, behind my car, and I would pull up my my pants to show my Hand leg, leg off. I show my leg <laughs> show off a little your bit. Boot, your white right, sock. Right. Nobody would stop for me. But if you, you know, had a flat tire and you, you know, pulled up your your, you know, your, you know, your, or you had your short skirt on, I mean, there'd be ten guys that pull I over. Wear to, short skirts. There'd be ten guys that pull over to change your tire. See, so if women have an I advantage. I bet you they wouldn't. <laughs> I bet you they, they would. They, I bet you they wouldn't. They'd probably be. What is that woman? Is she working the working the highway? Well, just like just like when you and I had that meeting that one morning. Remember that guy was trying to change the tire in his car. Remember that? Yeah. Finally, yes, I, got, I do. I got that up was and very I very sweet of you. By well, the way, I got up and I had my my air my electric impact wrench in my truck, and I go. I'll be back in a minute. So I went over my truck and he was trying to get the lug nuts off of his, off of his car. And he couldn't, he's like, you know, whacking on it with his foot. And I grabbed my electric, you know, uh, had it in my truck and uh, impact wrench. And I walked over, I go, I can help you. I don't need any help. I go, I go, dude, I can get those off in like 20 seconds. Okay. So I, you know, fired up my thing. Tire was off. I, you know, put it back on. I go, back on. He goes, man, that's cool. I go, hey, just got to have the right tools, right? Indeed you do. 747. Westplex 107.1, another video that just quite didn't quite make it. If you've seen that, uh, you know, that the video for that song, it just really stinks. But the song rocks. Yeah, the video stinks. It's like, it's like, okay, how can we make a goofy video? And they came up with that one. Anyway, it's 7.54. Um, looking at this this morning in the Post-Dispatch online, um, I've never been a boat owner, um, but I can imagine they're talking about that this big fire up there in uh, the marina, um, you know, in St. Charles County. Um, now they're saying that uh, 200 boats, 200, nearly 200 boats were either damaged or completely destroyed. And there's a picture of a guy walking around in like this, you know, you can just barely make out what some of these are. Like you can see like a couple of two stern drive units sticking out of the back of this boat, but everything else is like, because a lot of these boats are fiberglass. They're melted. And uh, matter of fact, the, the, the caption of the picture is, a firefighter helps a boat owner look for the remains of his boat in the aftermath of the fire at the Woodland Marine in St. Charles on Thursday, October 8th. How sad is that? Because so, so many people have like a personal, you know, a very personal, you know, connection, connection with, the with their boat. Right. You know, that they take their kids out on the, you know, on the lake or the river where wherever the boat is. And obviously a lot of people, you know, you don't need a boat unless you live in an area where you have to have a boat to go from like point A to point B. But we don't live in that kind of area. Um, you know, it's all pleasure craft. And it's sad that people, you know, worked overtime, you know, saved up, scrimped at save, maybe didn't, uh, you know, eat out as often to save money for a boat. And it's all gone. And to the point where the fire was so intense that, I mean, there's probably, you know, some of these boats, there's probably like nothing left but like a glob of, of, of you know, fiberglass and, you know, some metal melted on the ground. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to me, that's just got to be, just got to be heartbreaking. Yeah, I grew up on the river. I was a river rat. Well, I, I, I'm, you know, I won't necessarily tell this story too often because it still hurts. But um, when the tornado hit our AM transmitter site, crap, right there on Highway 47, and um, it happened like early in the morning, and I went and they had the bridge closed. I couldn't get across the river to go to our transmitter site, and the state trooper was there, and uh, I told him who I was. He says, "Well, I'm sorry, I can't let you cross." And I said, "Well, I want to go check on my transmitter site." Oh, sorry, I, I looked at it. Everything's fine. Okay, so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, great, everything's fine. So, finally, when I was able to get across the bridge later that afternoon, and I showed up at the transmitter site and realized that everything wasn't fine and that the building that our transmitters were in had been picked up by the tornado and hurled about eh, 150 feet and hit the ground and made a hole in the ground and rolled the building rolled over and... All the contents of the building, all the equipment, you know, the transmitter and everything was just laying out all over the, the ground and it rained on it. I cried and was like, oh, you know, and this is like, you know, and like, we're not talking about a boat. We're talking about a transmitter, radio station, a whole bit. And it was like, it was just like devastating. You know, it's like, I can't believe it. You know, and I think probably the reason I was, I was more emotionally struck because the guy, the state trooper said, oh, yeah, I checked your transmitter side. Everything's fine. 
I don't know what transmitter site he checked. Wasn't mine because <laughs> mine was destroyed. Mine was destroyed, and our transmitter at the time was so heavy. I had to call in a favor from Cowboy, and he sent one of his guys over with a with a skid steer uh, loader with forks on the front, and you know, and and not only that, our transmitter was like embedded in the ground. The tornado had like you know sputtered around and like shoved it into the ground and i couldn't get it out of the ground and he had to sort of use the forks to sort of pry it out of the ground and then when he got it up like to the point where he could get the forks underneath it we put it on the back of you know our flatbed trailer and towed it back to the radio station and i'm going like and it was to me it was like it's like i can't believe it and at the time that transmitter was only about 10 11 years old it was fairly it was you know i mean in our business that's not that old because a lot of times some of these transmitters will run 30 40 50 years it's not unusual to have some of these transmitters been on the air since like the 60s you know that kind of a thing so it's just like just like uh, you know my my uh, 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 my air conditioner in one of our places place was built what about in, it place was built in 69 i still have the original air conditioner it still works you know, we're actually getting our air conditioner replaced um, on the little part of the house. And um, they came in, and, and I was like, I can't believe that this air conditioner is not working. Actually, it was the heat. We've been without uh, heat for a couple couple years. Anyway, so I forgot what I was going to say. You, you made a noise, and it took away everything I was going to say. <gasps> Yeah, thank you. Is that you trying to close your sneezes? <laughs> no, that's me making noises. Smartest woman of the world uh, in the world. Conditions of carriage. We talked about this earlier. Binding rules for rules and regulations for carrier and for passenger. So in other words, when you buy a ticket, you agree to be bound by those rules. That's why it's illegal for you to, if you want to go to Houston, but you figured out the fact that you can go, you can buy the ticket from St. Louis to Kansas City, but the plane stops in Houston, you can get off in Houston and do it for a fraction of the cost. You violated the rules and regulations of carriage, and essentially you violated the law. So, and the airport police can come, and every once in a while you'll see this at the airport in St. Louis, you'll see a guy being pulled out by his earlobes, and they're in, they're dragging him down the, you know, the concourse, and he goes, well, I was just trying to save $50 by going to St. Louis instead of Denver. You ever seen that before? Yeah, if you're going to Howe on <laughs> Southwest, you're going through Denver, Houston, or Chicago. Well, well you, that's, that's pretty nasty stuff. You're going to hell. Yeah, it's a joke. Oh, okay. If you're going somewhere, you know, if like if you're going to hell, yeah. you're you're going on Southwest. Yeah. You're going through those major cities. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are we done? <laughs> did you did you think I was saying something snarky? Well, I thought you were talking about Hell, Nebraska. You ever been there before? Who? Hell, Nebraska. There's cities named Hell. Oh, there is not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. there's not. Oh, blah, hold on. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. His cities. Here, here. Mr. Google here. Cities. Yeah. Google. Google your name. Name. There's a place. I don't know if it's still there anymore. I remember years ago when I went through it in uh, No Name, uh, what is it? No Name, California, I Cal- believe. No, it's uh, No Name, Colorado, isn't it? Yeah, No Name. Cities named Hell. Okay, here we go. Uh, how many cities? There is one place named Hell in America. Cities named Hell. How many places? Go target Hell. Many regions. Hell, Michigan. Here we go. Hell is an unincorporated community in Livingston County in the U.S. state of Michigan. As an unincorporated community, Hell has no defined boundaries or population statistics of its own. Located within Putnam Township, the community is centered along the Patterson Lake Road about 15 miles northwest of Ann Arbor and 3 miles southwest of Pinckney. The community is served by the Pinckney Post Office with 48169 zip code. And, and so what do you say? Where do you live? There's, there's, I live in hell. Oh, it's literally a living hell. Okay, get this. There's a picture here. This is this is on Wikipedia. There's a picture, and apparently there is an official U.S. Weather Bureau site in Hell, Michigan. And there's a big sign that says "Official U.S. Weather Bureau, Hell, Michigan," and it shows two thermometers with with the temperature being off the top of the thermometer. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. 
<laughs> and it's in it's in the low it's in the LP the lower uh, lower peninsula uh, and it looks like it's uh, pretty far south. Uh, but yeah, there it is, Hell, Michigan. See, you didn't think there was a place called Hell. I, I honestly did not. There's a place in Norway called Hell, a village in Norway. Yeah, but it probably doesn't um, mean the same. It doesn't have the same connotation as our Hell. I bet it does. You know, in in would you say in Switzerland? Norway. Norway. Yeah. Norway. Yeah, they it it probably means something else. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Okay, huh. <laughs> here 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 we go. Here we go. In New Mexico, there's a city called Elephant Butt. <laughs> Zip code is 87901. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Elephant Butt. There's a city called, um, what is it called? Well, there's one called Kissimmee. Well, that's in Florida. That's, in that's where Florida, Disney is. And you Disney know what is. they do? People send their letters, you know, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. In, in bulk or whatever to Kissimmee, so they're in an, in a separate envelope. Yeah. So they're um, the postmark. Postmark right. from Kissimmee. Yeah. Well, there's a city called Crapville, and that's where our, there is. our transmitter is. Brad's world. Brad's world. <laughs> okay. So are we done for the day? Is that it? What do you think? I yeah. think so. Yeah, we're done. You know, we can't. We can't. Think cause, of forkiness, huh? We can't cause any more problems. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> and 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 I and and for those of you women out there who love Rush Limbaugh, and you oh, those of you women who love Rush Limbaugh and Donald Trump, eleven to two today, Camel X. <laughs> I actually am gonna. No, I can't. That's no, I can listen to it from a lot. 11 because i've got my leads group but you know what um i do before we go i do want to thank our sponsors for the bs in the morning show and um yes so we've got um angie harness who is a phenomenal real estate agent and uh she's a senior specialist so she knows how to comfort and um the special way that um when they're having to downsize, it's 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 traumatic. You know, change is always traumatic, but especially for a senior if they're having to downsize or change their entire life that they know. Angie's there to help them pick up the pieces and find them in the right place. And um, and then there's Scott Ellinger with um, the Brass Rail Steakhouse over in uh, Highway K. I'm actually going to be there today. Uh, for our leads group, for our O'Fallon Chamber leads group, and uh, meeting uh, t- some of the top business leaders in St. Charles. And then there is, a, how could I forget Salt River Automotive? They had the most lovely grand opening, didn't they, Brad? Oh, my God, it was great. I mean, I mean, you know, Caleb put me on the lift and he kept lifting me up and, and you know, and he kept lifting me higher and he said, stand straight, stand straight. And then my, my head went through the ceiling. And Kayla went, whoa, look at that. Oh, little did he know that you were. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Now There's we... one more. Oh, go ahead. And that would be Jeff Lang, okay. who happens to be my insurance agent. Yeah. And he will help you find, when you when you bundle things on your insurance, you get massive discounts. And we've been with American Family coming from another company that we had been been with for almost 27 years and longer than that you know basically since i was learning to drive but um yeah so jeff lang is on here and is is helping us sponsor because he likes our bs you're you're lucky because your insurance agent sponsors the radio station my insurance agent just sends me bills and say pay up or i'm going to turn your insurance off I go, hey, why don't you advertise my station? No, not going to do that. You think I'd actually spend money with you? No, you just send me tens of thousands of dollars every year, and and I'm never going to spend any money with you. Are you butthurt? (laughs) We're done. Okay, give the time. We're done. It's 8.07. Have a great day, everybody. Have a good weekend. Peace.